Welcome to Ice Cream Sandwich. This is Brandon Newey and James Rochelle. Let's do this, baby. One pound for the house, baby. That's all we need, baby. It's one for the house. Oh, oh, come on. Pimp juice. Welcome back, pod listeners. We're here for episode five. Give me a mic check, James. Mic check. Yeah, baby. <clears throat> this is the debut of the two mic setup. So oh, I got a mic. You got a mic. Yeah, baby. We got Uncle Carl on the line. Give me a mic yo, check, yo. Uncle Carl. Yo, yo, what's up? All right. So... As you can tell, the professionalism has been completely elevated here with the two mics set up. That's um, right, baby. That is right. We, we ain't dicking around no more. We got a good, uh, we got the Pimp Juice intro. Mm-hmm. And uh, all right, so we got new pod rules, which is sort of a downer because we've been going off this uh, no time limit thing. But um, in order to get some structure, we're going to go 45 minutes to an hour due to popular demand mm-hmm. we've gotten some good feedback from the listeners out there um and we're gonna try and get it out sunday nights i think yeah i think so it was kind of cool this weekend we went to the bar and um some random kid came up to us and was like hey i hey. think he knew i think he knew brandon but he didn't know me and he was talking to us about our podcast yeah baby so that was great so we're famous Appreciate it. And then um, if we have some stuff in the middle of the week, we can do that too. We did some shorter shorter stories. Um, if you like those, let us know. Um, we've gotten some great feedback so far. Now we have an official email address. It is ICSListener at gmail.com. So we want to hear from you there. Carl, what's up? What's up, my man? All right. How are you guys doing? We're gonna uh, how's Indy going? It's good. It's it's, good. Uh, it's uh it's warming up, so the city is coming back to life. Well, it warmed up for two days this weekend. We hit the fifties and then it was sleeting on my way home from work today. So um that just goes goes with the saying if you don't like Indiana weather, just wait a minute. Yeah, no fucking kidding. God damn Dude, but it is kind of funny because as soon as it gets above forty degrees 40 degrees, people start going out. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, we, we had didn't, a big weekend. We didn't go out all winter, really. We went out a couple of times, and then all of a sudden, sun pops out, and so do the titties. Dude. Yeah. It's the was... same way it is here. Uh, you know, I'll tell you what, except for it, all it has to do is get above like 25 here, and everybody starts going out, doing everything. But uh, today, it was pretty damn cold. I'll tell you what. It was windy as can be here. In so, Denver? Uh, everybody kind of hunkered down just a little bit, but um, skiing is still strong out here in old Colorado. I think I'm going to have to dip out this weekend and go hit the slopes. Yeah. Fuck we're, you. We're going to do that too here. I just had to mention that quickly because, you know, and rub it into you guys. I know. So. I know. And by by what I meant by um, the titties come out, I meant my titties. Sorry, I didn't want to offend any anyone out there. I meant my titties come out because I popped my top off. Jesus Christ! I'm just <laughs> just making sure I don't want to offend anybody. Who are you gonna offend? Girls. Yeah. Okay. All right. So hey, we, I'm uh, offended. 
You be, yeah, Sorry, you sh- Carl. You should be offended, but we we did have a big weekend. We did. It was a great weekend. We went to Hooters. Mm-hmm. And um, we want to know, Carl, what are your thoughts on Hooters? Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> food's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if you're going to Hooters, uh, you don't, you're not really into the food, right? I. No, I mean, beer and look at Hooters. Right? Their their steamed shrimp is fantastic. Is I'll it tell you though? that much. Yeah, it was really uh, good. You know, see, like uh, I didn't even know they had that on the menu. Yeah, no one does because nobody orders it except me. But their steamed shrimp's great. Well, I don't really look at the menu when I'm in there. Oh God, I was just gonna. That was my next question, and clearly, um, you you <laughs> you go to Hooters for the the standard reason, but. I always feel really uncomfortable walking into there. It is pretty uncomfortable. I've only been there it like is. three yeah. times, and every single time I'm like, man, I kind of want to leave. I feel bad. Yeah. It's like, you know uh, what? I, I, wait a minute. I got to say this. I, I can relate because I almost feel more comfortable going into the titty club because <laughs> you know why you're there. Right. right? right. So there's no, uh, there's no, uh, Ray Aries. Right, <laughs> right. It is in a Hooters, right? You know, yeah. Are you there to drink? Are you there to eat something? Are you there to look at kids? You don't really know, right? Right, yeah. yeah. You and you never know, you never know no. the quality of your waitress that you're going to get. Yeah, that's all, you know, yeah. They yeah. should have a big board up there. Oh, God. What section which waitress is in. Otherwise... <laughs> Might as well go to the titty club, right? <laughs> I mean, the food's probably just as good, right? Probably. Or just as bad. Yeah, right. They don't right. have steamed shrimp at the strip club, though. I'll tell you that much. Oh my God! What what else did we we uh, we broke out the golf clubs? That's right, baby. We uh, were each about two inches away from a hole in one on the same hole. Yeah. In well, successive days, Brandon, not at the same, not at the same yeah, one. I did it on Saturday. Brandon did it on Sunday. Mine was probably like maybe a foot and a half away. Brandon's literally, they ended the same distance away, but Brandon almost slam dunked his into the hole. It hit literally four inches from the, from the hole. It was a fuck. It was an RCH away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Nice. Nice. Oh man. All right, so let's uh, let's get into um, a little. We, we've uh, assigned James with a new. Um, what, what do we want to call it here, James? New role to yeah. uh, give a little structure to the podcast here. Yeah, I mean, I would just yeah, it's a new role. I'm I'm getting into some news here. You know, I'm looking through. Uh, Mainly Reddit, but some other sites here and there. Um, uh-huh. I will have to say, going into this, um, what have you noticed that just all news is just so fucking depressing? Yeah, and like it's just the worst stories you could possibly imagine. And it's like, obviously, I know that's probably what gets the clicks and the views, but realistically, that's not what I'm trying to read about on a day to day basis. So I was looking up some stuff that was um, maybe a little bit more kind of comical it may be unfortunate for some people but um what's going on here carl are you playing music no uh no 
<laughs> not anymore. <laughs> I, I don't think I ever was. Okay. No, um, but yeah, I was looking into some news that was just <laughs> just a little bit more. Um, we can cut that out, which we won't. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I was. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking into news that has a little bit of a, a comical twist to it. It may be unfortunate for some people who are actually in the stories, uh-huh. but it's less um, murder and drugs and killing and terrible things that you typically hear or read about. So, so current events like you did yeah. in uh, social studies, right? Exactly. So, um, but fun shit. Let's to start us off. Speaking of social studies and current events. Um, George Washington. Yeah. You guys know who he is? No. Um, he was he was a president, I believe. But um, he planted a a tree. Wait, did we tell them what your role is? Did we say yeah. newscaster? I'm, okay. I'm a newscaster. George Washington planted a tree 227 years ago. Yeah. It fell yesterday. How did it fall? Uh, the wind. The wind <laughs> tore it down. 227 <laughs> years old. How the fuck does that happen? Um, he should have planted a redwood. <laughs> yeah, it actually says what he planted here. He planted a, um, give me a Canadian hemlock, a as Canadian well as hemlock. a Virginia cedar that stood over Washington's tombs, Washington's tomb for many years. The senior vice president of visitor engagement at Mount Vernon, Rob Schneck, said the estate lost many trees in the sweeping winds, which swept through the Washington region on Friday. But the Canadian hemlock planted by Washington was probably the most noteworthy. That's people why. Were, people, it was Canadian. Right. And people were tweeting about it. It's crazy. It deserves to fall over because it was planted by the founding father of America, and it's called a fucking Canadian hemlock. <laughs> yeah. We should have chopped that fucker down a long time ago. <laughs> Abe Lincoln should have chopped that one fucking down. <laughs> No, I mean, I'm. Wait, I'm it was serious. on his estate. I'm patriotic. I don't like that shit. Fuck <laughs> that shit. Oh man. Speaking of the chop, um, a Kansas man. Okay. Was deported after his ex-girlfriend reported him to ICE. If you don't know what ICE is, ICE is the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Okay. Um. So yeah, he, his name is Seraphin. Alegria Zamora, and his ex-girlfriend reported <laughs> the ne- Mexican national to the U.S. Immigration and Custom Enforcement. Oh, so my God. For all of our listeners who ever have a chance of being deported, I, I don't know who you are or where you live, but don't fuck up with your girlfriend. Oh. Yeah, make sure you leave on good terms with your old lady. Right. right. <laughs> and any oh anything she God. requests, you better give her. Um, because that man got the chop back to Mexico. That is yeah. just, that is relentless. Isn't that fucked up? Could you fucking imagine? Yeah, that imagine? is pretty wrong. That's pretty wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Seriously, right? I mean, I get if yeah. the, you break up, you break up. You don't get this man sent out of the country. Right. It's kind of like that chick that cut a, cut a, you, you know, <laughs> did the old whack and maroonie of the old guy's cock. Oh, that right? was, her name was, you know? La, her name was Lorena Bobbitt. Yeah, there we go. Yep. Bobbitt. Lorena you Bobbitt. Know, Why do you know her name? Uh, I just know that. At least they could sew that thing back on. You can't come back here. You know? Oh my God. I'm pretty, yeah, my mom actually told me that story about Lorena Bobbitt. And you know, she actually, um, 
that guy got his, I think he got his dick sewn back on because they put it over a bed of ice and got him to the hospital quick <laughs> enough get, to sew it back <laughs> Let on. me get that on yeah, a bed I of mean, ice. she like cooperated it and kind of like gave him the general vicinity when she was driving down the road and gave it a toss yeah. out the window. I think, yeah. I think she so did, she, yeah. She had a little bit of remorse there at the end, I think. Right, but this this woman who got her boyfriend deported, there's no remorse there. Yeah, no. You can't get him back. His dick again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Dude, just think of the mindset of either fucking, uh, you know what? Fuck him. I'm going to the fucking cops, and he's going back to Mexico. Yeah, and I'm just going to ruin every single facet of your life. Not just one. Oh, here? Yeah. Not just clean out your bank account, but I'm going to send you back to a third world country. Dude, shouldn't... You're not going to be able to get back here for 10 years, maybe. Couldn't she get in trouble for knowing that he was illegal and not doing anything about it sooner? Mm. I don't know, but if they don't have a law like that, they should just because of her. Yeah, that's fucked up. Um, I I just read a little bit further into the story. Um, so just the reason behind it, I wanted I wanted to know what the breakup was like. So I guess this guy um, started a family. He recently started a family with another woman and his five month old son in common law. Law wife remains in the U.S. Oh. Um, he was the alleged victim of stalking by his ex-girlfriend, a crime that qualifies for a special visa. Oh, my um, God. And then that chick is cold-blooded. Yeah. According to the complaint, <laughs> Zamora was terrorized by his ex-girlfriend, whose dark obsession with him became apparent when he began seeing a new woman who would become the mother of his son. The ex-girlfriend sent a photo of the new woman with a bullseye in the middle of her forehead, sent photos... Oh, my God. Sent photos of this dead... This chick is... You do not fuck with crazy. Yeah, sent photos of dead children, and after... Dead children? I guess. After Zamora's Whoa. common law wife became pregnant, the couple received a package containing a doll drenched in red paint with a note that said, Back off, bitch. Seraphin is mine. Oh, holy, holy, holy shit, dude! If I was that guy, I'd be happy to be deported. Yeah, send my ass back oh. to Mexico. Oh, holy shit! He'd be safer down in Mexico. Oh Nobody my god, he probably deported himself. That is some crazy so shit. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes, this is this is, so this is uh, the girlfriend of Seraphine. <laughs> he he needed to be deported. Jeez. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so the new chick, no, was she an American citizen? Yeah. Law wife has her citizenship. They're not taking our jobs, dude. They're taking our women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is some crazy ass As shit. Any conquering nation would. Oh, my us. God. That guy needs so to. Wait a minute. Um, he should have just driven back home. Immediately. What's that? So he's going to become a citizen again immediately with the new chick, right? I don't think... He has babies with her or whatever? No, he just started a family with her. I don't know if they're... I don't know. Well, yeah. Is that all? I don't know. It says he had recently started a family with another. His five-month-old son and common law wife remain in the U.S. What's a common law wife? I think it means like you spend like X number of years together living in the same household, and then you are... You're just viewed as married in the eyes of the law. Oh, so automatically. Yeah. But yeah. Were they right. 
so is that like a legal marriage? Yeah. So why did he get deported? I don't know. Because isn't it if you get married, you're a citizen? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. But uh, maybe he just has to go through the paperwork because, like I say, the new chick he's with, if she's an American citizen or he had children here, mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, him being not a citizen, uh, he's going to have he's going to be able to uh, be able to come here and be granted citizenship because he just because he has kids here yeah. with uh, with an American citizen. Man, that's fucked up. They, to be honest, they should have flipped the rule just for this one case and deported that woman because oh my she's God. fucking crazy. She's more of a dude a, a threat to our country than any immigrant. That guy needs to take his wife and his kid and move to Tijuana. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to be deported. Wow. For safety. So wait a minute. Yeah. She wasn't a citizen either then, huh? I don't know. Let, I don't what, what's, the, know. what's the next one? Let's move on to another what's the next thing one, that James? scares. We're moving on to another thing that scares the shit out of me. Okay. Um, this whole robot craze, artificial intelligence. Uh, I don't fuck with it. This is something that Joe Rogan talks about a lot. Yeah, I don't fuck with it at all. Um, if you've seen Westworld, very scary. Um, I was I actually enjoyed it a lot, but it was also very scared the whole time. My brother turned off Westworld. It's about artificial intelligence, things like that. Uh, this fucking crazy world where every there you don't know who's fucking artificial and who's not. And um, my brother had to turn it off after the very first episode. Westworld. After 15 minutes of the first episode, there was some fucking like little glitch in one of the pe- people that is that actually artificial intelligence and he freaked out and turned it off what yep it's weird dude Dude, i mean that's kind of like i robot yeah that that movie's becoming like more and more like uh something that could happen yeah yeah not science fiction yeah it's crazy so literally um speaking of sci-fi the title of this article was this 13 foot robot cost over a hundred million dollars to develop and looks like it is straight out of a sci-fi movie. So it yeah. literally looks like a fucking something out of a video game. This thing is crazy. And it, it, this is perfect. Reminds you of something straight out of a Transformers movie. Um, basically, they just put together this fucking massive robot. And I guarantee you that thing's going to be Did you see the turning fucking, on us one day. It was, uh, you know, Boston Dynamics? Those guys who are creating robots and shit. Mm-mm. You haven't seen that? I don't think so. It's like, was that the, like the dog-looking things? Yeah. Yeah, those are fucked oh, up. Oh, yeah. And yeah, can... I, saw, I subscribed to that channel, and they have, this, they have this crazy thing they're developing for the military, and the damn thing's almost unstoppable right now. Like, you know, it can open up your doors. Yeah. It can carry over 400 pounds. Holy shit! Of, uh, dead weight, you know. So they're, tr- you know, if they're developing that stuff for the military, I mean, obviously that's going to reach the private sector, you know, quick. Yeah. You know, right? So. Uh, yeah. I don't know. There's some of those um, Asian companies in uh, uh, Japan, in particular. Uh, they're making very, very lifelike uh, uh, AI. Yeah, and, you know, obviously it's uh, sex bots. You know, if you can't get yeah. a girl, whatever, and it's for, <laughs> you know, weird shit like that. You know, you can have sex with the thing, and that's fucking weird, weird man. Um, but uh, 
You Dude. couldn't tell the difference if this thing walked past you down the street uh, uh, of that or a real person, man. Oh, it's, my it's God. Kind of Carl, have you, have you seen, Carl, have you seen Westworld? Uh, I haven't. I've seen the old one. But I haven't seen the new one. Okay, so that, like, you talking about this fucking thing walking down the street and you not knowing, that is what Westworld is all about. And it's, like, gets to the point where the AI has access to so much, like, information and technology that they get smarter than the humans. And right. at the end of the yeah. first season, um, they were basically, one of them was getting real, real smart and starting to turn on humans. Yeah, you know uh, that new mo that new uh, what is it? The new uh, Blade Runner kind of hit on that too, and then uh, I think it was called Ex Machina mm. was another yeah out there movie. Yeah, where uh, I haven't it, seen it, it any escaped, of these, and you would have never uh, you'd never know. It's it's uh, supposedly they let you know the I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but I mean it's been out forever. But yeah, if they haven't watched it by now, it's their own fault. And uh, you would never be able to tell it from uh, a regular person, and it just wanted to live like a regular person and escaped and killed, uh, you know, its creator and took off. So, yeah, I don't know. I think we're right around. I think we're going to see that kind of stuff in our lifetimes. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Just because Khloe Kardashian. Oh, that's what that noise was. Is that you? It was an ad on one of the um uh, one of the sites. Turn your uh, turn your sound off. Good idea. Like, hey, you play music? I thought you were. <laughs> I can't believe, um, dude. I can't believe that there's like, there's no like regulation on that. Like, shouldn't there be something saying, hey, let's not. Cause like you'd from, fucking from like think so. Boston Dynamics, they're doing it to just like see what they can do. Yeah. You know. I mean, I don't know, man. It's like trying to regulate gun control and trying to regulate anything that you have a right to. Yeah. Jesus. Fuck. So. All right. How far? How far in are we? Um, I don't know. Minutes. I got a couple. A uh, couple other. Good articles here, though, that are more. Yeah, let's hear them. Let's these hear ones them. are these ones are a little um, a little funnier. Um, this one I was fucking laughing out loud at work about. A man insists his partner isn't pregnant moments before she delivers their son. <laughs> so I read through this fucking article. I don't know how stupid you can be, but it was very comical. Read, so, read some of it. I might just read all of it because it's it's really good. Uh -huh. um, Man who called into emergency services because his fiance was having severe stomach cramps had no idea he was about to become a dad. Gareth Williams from some weird city in South Wales called for an ambulance recently when his partner, Rhiannon Oldman, was struck down by extreme pain. The pain had no... Neither of them knew. No. The pain... <laughs> The pair had no idea Mrs. Oldham was pregnant. Instead, they thought she was simply gained a few kilograms over the Christmas period. Okay. Um, she must be fucking fat. Yeah. <laughs> she must be... A couple kilograms must not be that much to her. Right. It's like a couple fucking... She this just is ate literally too much a sketch turkey. from Family Guy. This oh, is no, literally she was a whale already, right? <laughs> yeah, Same, she had to okay? have been. Um, but yeah, so they thought she had simply gained a few kilograms over the Christmas period. 
While speaking with emergency services over the phone, a panicked Mr. Williams insisted his fiance was not pregnant and that a large lump seemed to be coming out of her. A lot. <laughs> these people should not be having children. Right, right. Uh, she's in a lot of pain. This is him talking to the dispatcher. She's in a lot of pain. It's like she's trying to give birth or something, but she's not pregnant, Mr. Williams told operator Chelsea Holbrook. She's actually got this large lump coming out. It's just coming out. She's not pregnant. <laughs> oh, my God. But so just she's a, probably been drinking and smoking and dude. fucking oh, yeah. doing all the fucking... How do you fucking not know that I don't there's know. a human growing inside of you? Well, Bro. You know, and plus, you know, like if you have regular periods... Dude, she's not, not that fat. Nine months. There's no way. She's dude, not that fat. Let me see her. Look. Oh. Dude. That's that's a, a face shot. That's a classic. That's a classic chick move. Just yeah. face only. That's a classic. Uh, that's a classic Tinder pick. That's cl- if it's face only, uh, automatically left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, that's so mean. I'm not so falling mean. for that shit. Swipe left. Swipe left. That is so mean, but so true. Um, You're but not yeah. fooling anybody. Yeah. I mean, just just be who you are. Don't try to fucking fool people. Um, but just a few moments later, Mr. Williams finally realized what was going on. Oh, no. No. She's actually giving birth, Mr. Williams said. Could you what do I do? Imagine <laughs> if you literally didn't know that your fucking girlfriend was pregnant and then all of a sudden she starts giving birth. Yeah. That's, that'd be like an alien encounter. He literally, at the end of his, he says to the fucking dispatcher, what do I do? The baby is crying and moving and everything. Oh, my no God. No fucking shit. It's a baby. Oh, my fucking what God. What do I do? What yeah. do I do? Yeah. Oh, you evaluate every life decision you've made to that point, Mr. Williams. Yeah, right. Yeah, so they basically sent a midwife um, after this happened, sent a midwife to the house to basically help with the rest of the delivery. And... <laughs> She said she's delivered five babies in her time as a call handler, and this one was definitely the most dramatic. Um, of course it was, because they had no fucking clue. Oh, um, my God. Oh, my God. You're pregnant. But they did get engaged <laughs> over Valentine's Day, so um, they're getting married. Where, Good for them. Where is this? Just fucking get a little smarter, buddy. Where is this? South Wales. So this has got to be like the Alabama of... <laughs> the United Kingdom. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. A hundred percent. That's literally that's literally a Family Guy sketch. On Family Guy, there's this fat chick who is like smoking and drinking and shit, and then Peter goes to her door some shit, and she answers it, and a baby falls out of her, and she turns around and goes, <laughs> "You were right. I was pregnant." Jesus. <laughs> Oh, that's great. That is so awesome. All right, well. What did you say? I think you said it earlier. These are the people that do not need to be contributing to the gene pool in any way, shape, or form. No, it's probably their, like, fifth fucking kid, too. That's exactly how it works. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's definitely not their fifth kid because they had no fucking clue she was pregnant. Unless they just. Unless she's just been popping them out, like. Dude, you're giving these people way too much credit. She didn't know she was pregnant. I'm not giving her credit. I'm saying there's no way it's her fifth kid. 
Oh my! I, 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 how do you how do you not know? Well, first I of mean, all, you know, how does like this make not having your period right? How does this I mean, make news? There are so many signs that point to pregnancy, and they missed every single fucking one of them. How does this make how does this make news? Like how 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 did the news it people make, find out about this? Um, Was it were the probably, paramedics like this fucking yeah, jack off? Exactly, she was pregnant and the fucking the paramedics were like, we gotta tell somebody. I bet the dispatcher fucking called immediately and was like, "Yo, report on these oh, yeah. two fucking idiots." Oh my fucking god! Yeah, that's just like oh, it's yeah. bad. That's pretty bad, really. I mean, talk about. Not only, I mean, how many things are going wrong here? She has a huge weight problem. They uh, obviously uh, might uh, be using alcohol on a regular basis. Being might. From, uh, you know, yeah. a whale. That's a pretty safe bet that they are. Yeah. You know. They're butt-chugging uh, alcohol. Yeah, they're probably smoking cigarettes, <laughs> if not some wacky tobacco. Oh, my God. Dude, yeah. That's just so, terrible. You know, All right, just... On. Um, let's move on here. Um, I think we're yeah. I think we're at a good no, point to. Uh, I got two more. We're half. We're a half hour in. I know two more. This one they're real quick. Um, so. And then we'll get to the story. Just so you guys, in case any of our listeners were expecting packages from North Carolina, um, my guess is they could be on delay. Seventy to seventy-three containers from a cargo ship fell into the sea um just near the coast of north carolina on Saturday dude that night. shit happens more often than you, you so would think. if your packages are delayed that is why um last thing brandon carl just quick quick question here what's your guys's favorite home improvement store um favorite home improvement store home yeah. depot Home Depot. What yeah, about you, right Carl? Right off the bat, I'd have to say Home Depot because you know they get right down to the nitty gritty. Like <laughs> if you really needed something to actually build something with, yeah. I think the the old Lowe's store is more geared to uh, the fluff. Right. Like you know, you bring your old lady there if you want to look at a new stove or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, let's get I down like, to the so, nitty gritty. <laughs> I like my favorite personally is Menards, and so is Chris's favorite. Um, Chris is the serial huffer who was caught on camera getting high in Home Improvement Store. Uh, was he in there? Yeah, he was in He's there in the huffing paint. <laughs> Dude, so, the, so this customer who was asked only to be identified as Chris oh. uh, said that. He, they could share a story with hopes of raising awareness <laughs> for uh, uh, all those huffers. other fucking cereal offers out there. That's why that's you. If you go in and get a can of WD-40, you have to show them your ID card because they're afraid kids will go in there and start huffing. Seriously. Oh, wait. Chris wasn't the one who was huffing. Sorry, I read that wrong. Chris was the one who reported it. Who was huffing? Uh, <laughs> no name? <laughs> Probably not. Oh he probably God. doesn't remember his name. Um, the lady who gave birth? No. And didn't know it? <laughs> it was actually her, her husband. Hey, but. you know what? I got to say this, though, for Menards. Uh, you know, they that store is kind of a trip because, like, you can go in there and, like, do light grocery shopping. Yeah. yeah at, a, at, a, at a home improvement store, you know? Yeah. I yeah. Think that's a trip, right? You yeah. Can even you can get, get some a, ice cream sandwiches there. Right. Yeah. Oh, good good callback. You can get anything. 
You can get an ice cream sandwich or you can get some fucking decking. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have me a 12-pack ice cream sandwiches with my tricks. <laughs> I'm going right. to get some tricks, ice cream sandwich, and some fucking caulk. We got one more? Um, No, that was it. But uh, just real quick, let me just touch on a couple good points here. There's actually a video of the man huffing if you want to look it up. It's oh, great. Yeah. Um, but Chris, the guy who reported it, said that... Um, he knew immediately what was going on in the video. You see oh, a man. Sh- oh, great detective work, Chris. In a video, I could tell he was huffing paint <laughs> by the way he was huffing it. In the video, you you see the man shake as he sniffs the inhalant. He then laughs, screams throughout the store, and later bursts into an incoherent song. Um, this man has been arrested seventeen times for, for huffing, huffing, and um, but he was never formally charged. So good for him. He's really good at getting off. Um, and then, yeah, he's a fucking huffer. Shut the fuck up. Hey, speaking of huffing, I got a really short, very funny story about huffing. Oh, God. <laughs> I saw these two cops, and they uh, they had a, uh, a bum. They were detaining a bum, right? Yeah. And it was on the side of a street. It was kind of in a questionable area. Uh-huh. And uh, he had gold. He was obviously huffing gold, uh, you know, gold paint. Campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because uh, he had gold <laughs> all over his mouth. And beard, right? It's like something and from fucking he's Mad like Max. They're trying to tell the cops that he wasn't <laughs> huffing. He's got like this bag in his hand. It's just like a, you know, a, uh, you know. The one you stash your bottle of vodka in, right? You know, except it's got a ring of gold paint on it. <laughs> gold paint all over his face, his hands, and he's literally like sitting there, like trying his best to argue with these cops. He did not high off of, of uh, gold paint. It was I the cannot believe I wish that. I could have stopped and videoed it. I, I should have because I laughed so damn hard. I could barely even drive my car away from this Oh, God. Dude, he probably wasn't huffing paint. He was just huffing something else that was shiny and gold. He was trying to get a, uh, a grill. <laughs> yeah. Really cheap grill. He's like, I just didn't tape it off good enough, right? <laughs> no, but that's what they do in Mad Max. They spray each other in like the mouth and the nose. Have you guys seen Mad Max? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, that's a fucking good movie, but they have like this crazy. Fu- I don't know. It's hard to explain. I literally couldn't explain it's it. Like but they a, spray. They a religious spray. ritual when they know they're gonna die. They spray that. Right. They stuff spray p- spray paint like on their mouth, and then they just go die. Are you serious? Yeah. Dude, Weird. you gotta just see that movie. That's actually a good movie. Even if you don't like it. Yeah. All the right. special effects are ridiculous. Let's. Um. I can't find the huffing paint. Uh, video. video. I can send it to you. That's all right. Um, shall we move on into the story we've yeah, been teasing wanna, for a week now? Let's tease this story. Let. Are you ready, Carl? Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess as ready as I can be, really. <laughs> well, it's fucking showtime, baby. Okay, so to uh, preface this story, um, let's see. How, how do we do this? This is sort of like a famous story in our family. Because of well, 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 we won't we won't give away too many details. But basically, 
It's uh, we'll we'll call it Uncle Carl gets in a shootout. Is That's that, right, uh, baby. Set the scene for us, Carl. Yeah, well, you know, I'll tell you hey, what. It was uh, it was a while back. Uh, what year? You know, shit. It was probably um, I don't know. I'm 43. About I'm gonna be about 44 pretty soon here in July. So uh, hell, I I probably was like uh, 20, 22, somewhere in there. So. Quite a ways back. 1998? Um, that was yeah, 20 years like, ago. Something like that. Something like that. But um, I was actually, you know, I was out of high school, obviously. I was working construction. Um, and I was making some pretty good money, you know, for at the time. So I had, um, I had this big work van. And uh, I had... Uh, you know, ladders on it and stuff like that. It was like a, it was like a big econo line where it was like, a, you know, you hauled people in it so it had extra space. And, and you I like, bought it from another construction guy. And you like, who, oh, so uh, he it was already fitted for construction. Yeah, so I it was perfect. You know, it was an extra long van. You know, so you know I was. Um, I went uh, uh, to the bar one night after I got off to work, you know, and I had a couple beers with some of my buddies. Nothing crazy, you know. I wasn't trashed or anything like that, but uh, we had had a long day. I think it was a Friday, and um, starting uh, off Friday night, dri- right? Just, just driving home, and because uh, I knew I had to work the next day because we were trying to get this job done. So, um, I actually pulled off the main drag, uh, you know, it was a busy street and up into my neighborhood, which is really pretty quiet. And, uh, you know, so, uh, uh, you know, there was nobody in the neighborhood, you know, it was probably, oh, I don't know. It was probably maybe 11 12 o'clock at night so it was really pretty quiet in my neighborhood uh and then all of a sudden i i see these uh these headlights you know just kind of uh out of nowhere following behind me you know i I really didn't think anything of it Uh but uh i turned i turned left on my uh you know side street to go to park right in front of my house i was gonna you know, park on the street uh, that night instead of in my garage. Okay. And um, so, you know, I just pulled up right in front of my house, and it was uh, right in the middle of summertime. So, you know, I had all the windows down in my van. Uh, You know, I had the radio going, um, you know. uh, So, you know, right when I pulled up in front of my house, this – this uh, white Astro van, and I don't know if everybody knows what an Astro van is, but it so was he, like the, he I know was what Astro following Glide like is. One of, one of those real, uh, you know, it's like a first generation minivan. So he was, um, he was scoping you out. He was following you, like no matter where yeah, you were going to park, yeah, he was, he yep. was going to be on you. Yeah, definitely. And I think that could have been—I don't know if it was specifically me, but maybe anybody. 
yeah. uh, that was coming in my neighborhood that night. You know, they were gonna they were gonna uh, you know rob or whatever. So right. He pulls up really close to me, and there was a passenger in the in the Astro van. Uh huh. And um, you know, like I said, it was summer. I had my window down, and he uh, points a forty-four revolver. Holy uh, shit! Which is quite a large hand <laughs> cannon. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Hand, hand cannon for all you Fortniteers so, out you there. you know, it's like that dirty, hairy guy. You know? I mean, yeah. Saying, Do you feel take lucky? Your head off right now. Punk. <laughs> So, yeah, that's right. So, you know, he he shows this, he, he whips that out and points it right at me, and he says, give me all your money. Holy so, shit. So, you know, I see this giant barrel sticking right at me, and, you know, at that point, I really didn't think about anything. It, my, my fight or flight. Yeah, right, right, right. So, um... On that particular van I had, if you pulled the handle, no matter what, it unlocked. It unlocked the van. So it yeah. was one of those kind of wacky locks. So what I did was, kind of in a ducking motion, I just hopped out of my passenger side of my van and I ran into my house because there was one thing and one thing only on my mind. And that was 12-gauge shotgun. <laughs> Holy fuck. Ready to roll right in my house, fully <laughs> loaded, and I was going to get that son of a bitch right now. How? Okay, so how, you, you, you duck out of the van. And yeah, I left how, it running. Left it running. How, how long do you think it took you to get this gun? Oh, dude. Um, honestly, it was a superhuman, I was like Flash, I mean, no <laughs> joke, because I was not Who's in, is her. anyone in the house? Um, I, yeah, my dad and my mom are both in the house, actually, as a matter of fact. Okay. But I had, a, I had one of those, uh. Those fences, it was like a chain link fence. And I don't know if it was four and a half or five feet tall, but I'm going to tell you, in high school, I was no good at hurdling at all. <laughs> and I ran, and I jumped and skied right over this fence without a shoelace even brushing it. Okay. God. <laughs> I went right in my house, grabbed my 12-gauge, okay. and hurdled this thing again armed back out onto my front lawn oh and at this point God. i must interject i did everything wrong okay <laughs> i should have just took off and stayed taken off yeah you know, i should have came back so, so so in the meantime what are they doing when you're getting your gun are they getting out of the astro van are they are they trying to rob your van well, um, you know, that's that's actually a damn good question because that comes into play when the police <laughs> showed up uh, eventually because they had parked 
or they had pulled up so close to me that uh, you, you wouldn't so even been able to get out of the driver's side door. I couldn't open up the driver door and on, on their van, that Astro van, he couldn't have opened up the passenger door on it at all. Okay. Uh, Cause I just left the van running keys in it, lights on just everything. I left my cell phone in there. I mean, I just took the off. Of just you had a cell phone out. back then? Yeah, I did actually. It was the size of a coffee cup, but I did have one. <laughs> and it was the state of the art one, you know? But, anyways, uh, so, you know, these guys, I think, you know, realized hell, you know, this thing's running. It's got a bunch of tools in it. Yeah. So I think they were just going to uh, steal my whole van, mm-hmm. you know, and take off, right? Okay. So, um, uh, I, uh, I just, um, you know, when I got back on the lawn, they had pulled away from my van and were flipping a U-turn or, you know, flipping a dick in the middle, you know, flipping a U-turn in the middle Uh of Uh of 13th Avenue. And that's the reason why I know that it took me such an, an superhuman amount of time to get out of my van and to return back to the front of my lawn right because i was taking no time at all they had just i mean literally they had just pulled away from my van and had just turned around and were actually you know nose to nose to my van coming towards my van so as soon as i hit that front lawn i shot their van one time in the side door uh-huh and then i kept a beat on their van and i shot again and you know at this point my adrenaline was pumping like crazy obviously <laughs> you're yeah. in you're in your front lawn shooting yeah. at a van did yeah. they not yeah. shoot did they not shoot at you when you like just fleed the vehicle how when did you I get away the van, they let one rip and I don't know if they were trying to scare me away or if they actually tried to aim it at me yeah. to shoot me because, you know, I was kind of running the Z formation up to my up to my house right. because yeah. I was scared I was going to catch one in the back. Yeah. Oh. You know, that did cross my... You know, amazingly enough, I mean, all this stuff, it's, it's amazing how much you can think of mm-hmm. in... A nanosecond because it all goes flashing well, through your brain. Actually, it's crazy because I was learning about so epinephrine is what goes off in your body when you're in this fucking state. And I was just learning about this at a work function that um, when your body is releasing epinephrine, basically your brain just shrinks and you don't think about anything. It's just when you're angry or anything like that, your brain shrinks and you can like only think about basically. The, the task imme- at hand. The immediate task at hand. Okay, so... if so it's being mad at someone, you get mad at them. In your situation, you're just like, I'm going to fucking live, and I'm going to do whatever I can to live. So at this point... Okay. At this point... That, that, that obviously was what was happening. Right. They just said exactly to me, for sure. Because, I mean, you know, I was... I, you know, I went into that immediate... I mean, people call it fight or flight, but... yeah. I would. You chose fight. I, I yeah. I was definitely in fight, but I would also. I would have fucking fought. Complete and absolute protection mode. 
Right. You okay. So at this point, when you're when you ha you got back out on the lawn and you you fire one into the side of their van and then you shoot yeah, again. Yeah, I got a beat on him. I was good, and I was a good shot at at this point already because my dad bought me that 12 gauge uh -huh. probably well, when I was nine or ten. Uh, you know, to go you know skeet shooting and you know pheasant hunting and stuff like that. Okay, so but how many game. how many shots total have been fired? Two by you, well, one by them. Well, the to the best of uh, your. Well, the twelve gauge was set up at one point so you could only load three shells in it. You know, so it would be legal right, for right. hunt. You know, because they don't want you. You know, if any. If anybody, you know, all you bird hunters out there, whoever, you know, you can only have three in the in the weapon. Uh, you know, otherwise it's an unfair advantage, you know, to you to for hunting. So, right, right, right. But uh, for me, I had since taken that weapon and, you know, uh, I took <laughs> the plug out. So it <laughs> held six uh -huh. uh, shells, you know. And, uh, you know, they... At that point, I had it set up for home protection. Uh -huh. So, you know, I didn't have bird loads in it. I mean, they were some pretty nasty rounds. Okay. But, but so you, to, to the best of your knowledge, they fired one off yeah, at, at you. Yeah, 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 I got that. And then yeah. you're, you're coming back out. You fired your second shot. What, go from there. Okay, so I, I got a beat on them. I shot their van once. Okay. Then they went behind my van, and I accidentally shot my van once. You shot your van. Yeah, <laughs> on the side of my van. Oh, shot uh -huh. your own and fucking van. You got to remind, you, you know, you got to keep in mind at this whole point, I was advancing toward the street. Uh -huh. um, you know, on my lawn, away from the house, towards the street. And are they shooting they back at you? Car. What's that? Are they shooting back at you? No, they were probably shitting themselves. Dude, no, those they, dudes I were probably them, like, they were like, he's gone. You know, he's not coming back. They yeah. probably were like, oh, we scared him to death. He's right. Not coming they weren't so they they were not thinking out. oh this crazy white motherfucker <laughs> is coming out of yeah, his fucking you know, house hurtling <laughs> fences and shooting a shotgun like it's a fucking toy. <laughs> yeah, dude, and that is so true because back in those days, man, in my you know like that's when I you know you could eat seven meals a day of of mcdonald's you know what i mean and i couldn't gain an ounce right so i was a skinny little white kid which is actually pretty funny you know yeah I mean? you these guys these guys were probably in their 30s or 40s you know they were obviously professional criminals because you know to holy to, to have uh -huh. that kind of premeditation to yeah do yeah that's fucking doing. that's real <laughs> shit okay, okay and it so, yeah. So I'm running towards I'm running towards my van and I'm running towards the back of my van because that's the you know that's the direction they're going now at this point because they had obviously decided well we can't stop to steal this van because we're now uh, under you know, gunfire we're taking, <laughs> we're taking fire we're taking <laughs> slugs in the side of our fucking van okay yeah you know I had some mean rounds I I wished I would have had some slugs in there actually but shit. Yeah. But anyway, so, so, so I, I'm, 
advancing, like I tell you. So I get to I get to the point where I'm about four or five feet away from the back of my van, and they had just passed my van, and I shot their van again. Okay, so that's round number three. And that was kind of in the quarter, their left quarter panel. Dude, holy then I get shit! Right in the middle of the street. And I uh, emptied the gun right in the ass end of this Astro van. <laughs> Did the wheels you know, pop? I mean, thinking, thinking back at it right now, I mean, I knew every time I hit that van because those guys were scared shitless. Yeah, and I no mean that shit. Every sense of the word because. When, I, when, when the impact of the, of the ground hit the van, it was really, you know, it wasn't funny then, but it is quite humorous now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That van would swerve. It would swerve a little bit, you know, because when every time I hit that thing, you know, that driver was so scared, he would flinch a little and jerk that wheel around. Yeah. Did you pop the tires or anything? I unloaded it. I unloaded all my grounds, you know, and uh, then I was like, okay, the cops are going to be here any minute. So I and this is this is in a this is in an urban area. Like this is oh yeah, like this is there's like houses all around. Oh yeah. You had like (laughs) neighbors and shit. I I live in a grid. Yeah. And uh, this is a strictly residential neighborhood. Nice. So, uh, if I get on 13th Avenue here, I can be at the Capitol building in seven to ten minutes. Like, <laughs> at, at the nation's Capitol. Oh, I mean, my God. Me, at at, uh, at uh, the Capitol building for Denver, Colorado. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're right close, right, right here in the... In the, in the it's about as urban an environment as you can. And so, so then, as uh, they're driving away, did you like pop their tires or anything? No, I just tried to shoot like the through the glass the van at the window. Yeah, because to kill. I wanted one of those things to fly through the window and hit one of them. And you know, in all in all fairness to the situation, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it is a feeling that I don't wish on anybody because after it was all said and done, like, you know, I yeah. was, I was trying to kill these guys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's it. That's a really, uh, scary fucking thing. Yeah. That's a fucked up it's feeling. It's a crazy I'm sure. feeling. And when you're like, when you're, you know, after the fact, you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, Man, I just tried to kill these guys. Yeah. You know? That's fucking that crazy. And that was a weird, you know, feeling that I had to kind of deal with because... Right. You know, when you're like, wow, you know, I really tried to take another human being's life. Yeah. And that's something that, that you know, in the moment, you'd never, ever think of, you know? So, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I didn't... The tires I wasn't aiming at. I I want I wanted, you know I was pissed, scared, yeah, and in protection mode and right. in fight mode all at the same time. So right. yeah, I 
I emptied it. I emptied it out all right then. And it's then kind of did, fucked um, up that you had to feel that way, though. Did uh, that loud gun? Did Grandma and Grandpa wake up? Yes. Sure <laughs> <laughs> did. Okay. And um, what happened? What did they do? They, what well, What happens? I, what happens in the moments between you emptying the gun and? The cops coming. What's going on? Well, I wanted to make sure the cops didn't show up and shoot me. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. the only one out there with a huge gun. Right. Yeah. So I, as soon as I emptied the gun, I was like, man, I got to get this gun inside. Yeah. So I, I went immediately inside, uh, put the 12 gauge away, and then I went out back out front. Okay. And yeah. There was a cop that was coming right down 13th Avenue. Oh, and you waved him down. And he didn't have one light on, and it was dark. And he had his window down, and I was just like, hey. And he turned right in. And yeah. I was like, hey, man, you know, what's up, basically? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, he was like, uh, "What? what's going on? You know, I heard a lot of gunfire, and I was like, yeah. That um, was me, motherfucker. I, that was me. And I put the gun away, so you're all good. Uh, so, you know, you better hop out. You better talk this over, you know. So uh-huh. at that point, another, I would have to say, uh, you know, liter- you know, realistically, there was probably another uh, in between 12 to 17 other cop cars that showed up in the next about two minutes holy <laughs> shit because you know it was a that you could definitely tell yeah uh, that it was a shootout you yeah know, it was it was uh there was broken was glass and shit i'm sure fire and yeah it, okay so what what's happening with the cops and what what's going on are they taping it off or is grandpa outside and yeah, my dad was outside, you know, I told him these guys tried to rob me, and the cops are asking me questions, and, you know, I didn't have any fear, uh, so, you know, like, I didn't say, hey, I needed a lawyer or any of that stuff, you know, right. I just, I just, you, told know, him. you told him what's up, right, yeah, playing the situation. So at that point, you know, there's all these other secondary vehicles that I don't even know what the hell they are that are showing up. You know, like the CSI vans are coming. You know, there's a lot. And they're of, taping uh, everything off and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, they taped off uh, two city blocks. Oh and, my god. Yeah, because like it's a big deal. Because you know, I mean, I had shotgun shells all over the place. Right. And, you know, um, them having a revolver was actually smart on their part because they didn't leave a shell, uh, oh. you know, because it was still in the, in the gun, right? Yeah. Right. Revolver, you know, instead of an automatic. Oh, shit. That's so how you knew it was professional. That they shot at me, but, um, and, you know, at the time, I'm still unclear to this day if they did, but I, I, th- I really do think they shot one off, whether if it was up in the air or to scare me or if they were actually trying to shoot at me, but we never found, you know, where the round went. So I think that if they did shoot it off, they shot it up, up in the, yeah. Uh, right. Air right. They could have shot it. Door, it hit, it hit a street sign and it was loud. 
So that's why I didn't know for sure if it was the gun or if it was me blasting open the door because it hit a yeah. street. Right. So otherwise, you know, you would have known because if I opened my door and I heard a big bang, I would have known it was them. Right. Oh my so, God. yeah, so in the process of all this happening, they, they cordoned off everything. They shut down every road. They, you know, so at what, like 11 or whatever time it was that happened that night till um, about 9.30 or 10 o'clock, you know, the next day, they were still here. Oh, so man. The crime scene guys uh, had these giant halogens, and then they even brought one of those big old lights in that that runs on gas, you know, that has the four big giant lights that they were shining down my street, you know. Mm -hmm. Every one of my neighbors are out in front on their front porch staring at me going, what, you know, I mean, what happened? And that was, you know... (laughs) <laughs> pretty uncomfortable, you know. Yeah. So these guys were dead serious. I mean, the cops, man, the CSI guys, because they went with this halogen light, and I mean, it was bright, man. Like yeah. it was daytime at night on yeah. my road, and yeah. they went every square inch over everybody's house on both sides of the street. Oh, with a fine tooth comb to make sure that I didn't miss that van. Yeah. And I hit, I hit just the van. Right. Because otherwise, you know, like halfway through the process, I was kind of pissed a little bit at the cops because I was like, you know, I mean, you know, there's, you know, I went up to the detective and I was like, you know, there sure seems to be a lot of you guys here. I mean, I was like, is anybody looking for the Astro van that I blew the ass end off of? You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, because yeah. you know, that's got to be probably like, you know, uh, sticking out like a sore thumb. It was a white Astro van. Yeah, seriously. At midnight or 1 o'clock in the morning by this point. I mean, you would probably see that, right? Yeah. You know, I was just, come on, you know, are you... Who's looking for those guys? Because you guys sure are devoting a lot of attention on my street, you know, yeah. to make sure that I didn't, you know, miss my target or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, he didn't take very kind to that at all, my friend. He came right up to me. He says, you know, you listen here, Mr. Roach. Uh-huh. And uh, he says, uh, if um, I find one of those buckshots, anywhere i'm taking you to jail right now because it is illegal to discharge a weapon with inside the city limits yeah sir so he was very firm because he was like i'm about this close to taking you to jail buddy you know and he was very serious you know i mean he was he was extremely professional but very very serious yeah did they uh, did they find any kind of put me back in my place a little bit but no they they were there and they were searching and that's why they were there for such an incredibly long time you know all night into 
uh, most of the morning, you know. You know, I think when they finally pulled everything and pulled the tape, I think it was damn near close to noon the next day, you know, so that oh was... Oh, my God. Couldn't they tell you discharged the weapon just because of the shells being on the ground? Or did they have uh, to find a... Me? Couldn't they couldn't they tell that you discharged a weapon by finding the shells or did oh, they Oh yeah, no, and they knew that they did that I did that and they knew that um that was the case cuz I told them. Right. Uh, but they wanted to make sure that any of my background is what they kept calling it that I didn't that uh, uh, any one of those uh, buckshot right. didn't right. miss the van and 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 break the window of one of my neighbors because okay. that alone right then and there would have would have uh, immediately been enough for them to incarcerate me right now yeah so uh, uh, you know to make a long story short out of all the technicalities they confiscated my weapon uh they took all my ammunition that i had in the house uh because uh, unbeknownst to me uh, even back in those days, they actually can run uh, ballistics on a shotgun, which I didn't think they could do. So they wanted to make sure that they kept my gun and all my uh, ammunition long enough in case, um, you know, one of these uh, criminals showed up uh, a in the day hospital or, or something. Week later at the hospital with uh, some buckshot in his head or arm or whatever, and then they yeah. could have dug it out and matched that with the brand that I was using. Yeah. Oh. So, you know, they were real serious about it because, you know, you're reluctant to go to the hospital uh, for anything like that because uh, they know that you were the one that was in the incident. Right. So, uh, yeah, you know, it was a, it was a crazy situation. Yeah, that shit's uh, fucking nuts. You know, I did everything wrong. <laughs> I told you. I, sh I should have just, uh... Hunkered down in the house. And stayed in the house and called the cops. I would have given I that motherfucker my money in a second. Trying to rob me. Yeah. And I was protecting my family, my house. Yeah. And one thing that's very noteworthy that you ought to know is that if if that white minivan would have just drawn off, drove away, you know, none of it would have happened. But that was the technicality that kept me out of jail. Is it is they it swung back? Yeah, because they they flipped a U-turn and they were coming back, which showed intent. that they had intent yeah. to do more crime. Yeah, and that that could go, you know, in the in the police officer's eyes, in the detective's yeah. eyes, that could have meant uh, uh, coming into my home, right, right, up, uh, doing God knows what, yeah, robbing the actual household, or right, you name, you know. So that's actually what kept me out of jail. Holy even, shit, man. Even though I did shoot and hit the my target that I was aiming for. Yeah, so, that is a fucking crazy story. Did they ever find yeah. those guys? Yeah, they never found them, did they? And they never found the guys. They never found the van. They How? They never found anything. And that's, what, that's why I think it was uh, kind of a professional job or whatever because... 
you know, like you said earlier, you know, I mean, they, they either were after maybe some rich guy that might have, uh, you know, hat was driving a damn uh, Maserati or something through my neighborhood. Yeah. So they, you know, were going to kidnap him or take the car or whatever. Or, you know, I was another good target because I had tons truck. of equipment in right. the van that you could, that would have been in that, in the pawn shop, you know, the next day. Right. You know, or whatever. That's and crazy. I easily chopped, chopped my van because it was a Ford and, you know, there was a billion of them made. Mm-hmm. And they disappeared so quick off the street. You know, Holy like they shit. had a garage to put their minivan in. Yeah. You know, that's why they didn't find him. Because, you know, at Franklin, I was pissed. I was like, how can you guys not find this van that had the tats end blown off? Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you got to think. I mean, I'm not kidding you guys. I mean, I shredded the back of this van, dude. Yeah. Sure. Holy shit. You <laughs> almost, Carl, you almost have to think that they had intent to do more than just get your money because of how professional it was you know what i mean and they and they were armed for bear right those guys were loaded for bear i mean who sticks you up with the freaking 44 revolver for christ's sake yeah it's hard enough just to put that thing in your pants let alone (laughs) caper with the son of a bitch yeah it was just two guys just two Uh, guys just two guys? Yeah, that I could see. Two guys, one Carl. All I saw was the driver and the passenger for a nanosecond, and that big old barrel staring at me, and that was it. That's all I saw. Holy shit. So, yeah, I mean, it was a hell of a thing. I mean, honestly, like like I was saying before, I did everything wrong. I should have just said, yeah, here's all my money. Don't kill me. Right. I don't care. I'm out of here. But you weren't. Just bail. Yeah. And, and left, you know, but. Uh, you didn't have that, that logic in that moment. Yeah, but who knows that. that yeah. That, even if you did that, they might have, you know. Something you, exactly. You don't know. It's almost like that's what I'm saying is what, like you don't. somebody pulls a gun on you, all the rules are out the window. And then they fucking turned around, dude. You know what I mean? That's. Yeah. That's. Right. So it, it really could have been a bigger job and you actually did the right thing in that moment. Because you, you know did what? pull the and gun. That brings up a good point because, right. like, you know, they could have just pulled up just enough to where he could have got out. Right, and come into your house you or know, some instead shit. Instead of turning all the way around. Or just turned you know into your, I mean? like, and driveway or something. Yeah. Oh, you mean to get the car in the first place. Yeah, he yeah, could have just hopped know, out, gotten in the so truck, and drove off. Yeah. Right, exactly, because they were just so close to me. He couldn't open his door, and obviously I couldn't open up my door. But, I yeah. mean, you know, if he wanted to just steal the van, all he had to do was just get far enough to- forward. Right. He let his buddy out. He takes off. The buddy hops in my van, and they take off. Yeah. You know? it, uh... And they have everything, right? Right. So Maybe they were... Right. I mean, they they were probably been, looking for like somebody who was going to give up easy and then not only say, give me your money right now, take me into your house and get me all of your money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're get me everything valuable. I'm going to kill you if you don't tell me your safe combo. Right. I'm stealing every TV in here and nobody would have ever known, you know, because it was all quiet. Right. Whatever, oh right? Well, That's insane. What happened, to, what happened to your van that you shot? Did you keep using it? Uh, I did with a big old uh, shotgun blast right inside, <laughs> and I drove that thing around for another 
three, four years before I finally sold it, yeah. That is fucking crazy. Like, I'd be driving through traffic, you know? Yeah. And, you know, every once in a while, you'd stop next to a cop, and he'd do the perfect, you know, (laughs) double double take. Shotgun blast in the fucking side. Holy shit, dude! I I have so many questions. We gotta have Carl back on on the next one and continue it. Cops know. They know. They know a fucking bullet hole when they see one. Yeah, exactly. I've got so many questions, so we need to have him back. Yeah, we'll We've already broken our rules that we said at the beginning of this podcast. We We can maybe cut some stuff out. But yeah, I mean, it's a crazy story. No, no, yeah. That's exactly and, what and I it, wanted. It That's... does bring a lot of weird laws uh, that happenstancely just affected me at the point that I had no idea we're even there. Right. Or how you handle a situation if you are the cops. Yeah. That That's crazy. So, well, Carl, I have a... I didn't get... They are like, yeah, you're going to get your gun back in two to three days. I didn't get it back for, I think, over three months. Holy wow. shit. Carl, Carl, I have a shit ton of questions for you, so we're going to have to have you back on the next episode. And you have more stories that we need to hear, I think. Yeah, I mean, you know, I... uh, Is that the best one you got? What's that? Is that your best story, you think? Uh, You know, as far as discharging weapons, yeah. Within the city limits. I've got another couple. Because, you know, I mean, I lived right, I, I mean, I, I lived, I wouldn't say in the hood. Right. But I definitely was very close to the tracks, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So if I walked a few blocks from my place, you were definitely on the wrong side of the track. Right, so, right, right. So I had some uh, encounters quite frequently. Like <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think anyway. that's a good place to. I think that's a good place to end. Yeah. Yeah. Right on, guys. Thanks for having me on. It was great. Well, um, you'll be you back. Know, you guys are killing it. So. Thank you, Carl. That was awesome. Seriously, dude. I've never heard a fucking story like that in my life firsthand. So I thank you for that. I also thank um, a lot of things and a lot of things that happened that night that you're you're still alive. So. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I could sit here to tell you. About I honestly that. think yeah. you did the right thing, man. I do. Yeah. And and in the moment, you can't fucking you can't Dude, you can't like, know. When, so once a gun gets pulled on you, every yeah. single rule is done. Right. Yeah, and man, that kicked in in my brain because I was like, "Get the fuck yeah. away from me!" Right. No, yeah, I think I, I did. I wasn't thinking. And all you, right. you didn't hit. You didn't hurt anyone else, so we're all good. Well, there you have it. Uncle Carl gets in a shootout. That's what we're going to call the title of this podcast. Podcast number five, I think it is. That's right, baby. Well, uh, we had another segment planned, but uh, we've already gone over, so we'll uh, we'll hit up that segment later. and uh, Bring Carl back for some questions. We'll bring sometime. Carl back for some questions. We might devote a few more yeah. entire podcasts to just those stories and, and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Um, what do you think, James? Um, I thought that was a fucking great episode and I want to just thank, um, thank uncle Carl for coming on and thank flavor town listeners. Um, can't thank you enough. Hit us up at I C S listener at gmail 
Com. Things to come. We're thinking of a challenge to do for a potential video podcast, maybe eating a ridiculous number of ice cream sandwiches or something. Um, listeners, give us your input. We would love to hear it. Uh, what do you think I should eat? How many? <laughs> We're pointing directly towards ice cream sandwiches. Boom, baby. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank Q- you. One outro. That's all we need, baby. It's one for the house. Come on, pimp juice.